0: Hello everybody, my name is Nitika Mishra and today I am with the Triple Charm. So Fly before I introduce you guys, just give a brief introduction about who Triple Charm is.
1: Yes, so I'm Amalia, I'm Reina,
2: and I'm Gabriella, and, and we're, we're Triple, Triple Charm.
1: Charm. We're three sisters who sing, dance, and write music together and create content on social media.
2: Perfect,
0: wonderful. Thank you so much. I am absolutely excited for this conversation. So we're excited you know, to be here. <laughs> that's great. Music has been an integral part of you guys since childhood. So talk about your you know individual musical journey and how did you guys came up with this idea and everything. So uh, Amalia, would you start off?
1: Yeah, so since I am the oldest, I have been involved in music the longest. We each started um, dancing when we were two years old. Mm-hmm. So music has always been a major part of our lives and it really started through dance. That was where we really found our passion and love for music. Mm-hmm. And then I started singing when I was like six years old. And then, if you want to talk about, and when you, you did guys some started. professional theater yes. too. Yeah, I also so. did professional theater for a few years. So I've been like involved in music and performing
2: arts for a really the long leader, time. the pioneer of the group. I would say <laughs> that's
0: great,
1: Gabby.
3: You guys joined in. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I started singing maybe four and a half or five years ago mm-hmm. now. And yeah. yeah, me and Gabby, we grew up watching Amalia and mm-hmm. going to her singing competitions and supporting her. And I always wanted to sing, but I would do it, you know, in my room. I was a little bit shy, yeah. but then, I don't know, something struck me and I was ready to do it for the world. So then Amalia's vocal coach at the time, I went and I had a lesson with her, which I was super excited about. And then from there, we kind of fell into it. And once we all started doing it, it was natural to all form a group and do it together.
2: Yeah.
0: And Gabrielle, what would
2: you like to sing? Yeah, so I actually sang with Amalia's vocal coach, or our vocal coach now, um, when I was like five. I did one lesson, and I was bribed by my parents to do it. And it was so funny, because Amalia didn't want to go. She was trying to get back into the dance world, because she was kind of just focusing on singing, and now she wanted to do both. And then, yeah, so I did a lesson. I liked it, but I was too young. I was like, nah, I don't really wanna do it right now. So then Amalia and Raina started doing it. So I tagged along and then Triple Charm came to be.
0: That's such an amazing story. <laughs> so finding a name though for a group can be a daunting task, like, you know, so how did you guys came up with it? Was Triple Charm the first choice or did you guys have to go through a long list of different names and finally decide with Triple Charm? Yeah, uh, yeah we actually- the-
2: Who was that? Uh Gabriella,
0: I said. Yeah. Okay. Anybody else yeah. Yeah.
2: So we started with a long list of names. Um, one we had particularly loved, but it was copywritten, and so we couldn't use it. But then our competition was coming up. We were going to Worlds, the World Championships of Performing Arts, and so it was a big deal, and we needed a name. It was like we were in the hotel already in California and ready to do the competition, but weren't completely entered because we didn't have a name. So we had to come up with it on the spot. And we were like, okay, let's just put the simple things together. We're three people. So we came up with triple and then we're each other's good luck charms. So that's how we came up with charm and then triple charm. <laughs>
0: that's, that's beautiful. But triple charm really suits you okay, guys. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> good choice. So when you guys are in the studio, Uh, every artist has their own creative process. So what is uh, your creative process? Uh,
1: Amalia, would you go for it first? Yeah, so we actually, most of our sessions are on Zoom. Our producer is over in LA. And so we do a lot of stuff online. And the process for that, I think, is a little bit different than it would be in a typical session. But normally what we like to do is we always start with a concept or a message that we want to get across to our audience. So that's either something that's like, we've been thinking about recently or something we think could help our audience in some way. And so that's normally the baseline and like kind of what we start off with. And then we'll talk with our producer Andre and then come up with some track ideas and then just on zoom, we'll write the whole thing, start to finish.
0: Oh, that's amazing. Arena, (laughs) what is your favorite part of that creative process?
3: Ooh, that's a good question. I mean, the most magical part is definitely when you hear it all start to come together and yeah. it's like officially becoming like a song. Yeah that's like the best part so like all the pieces coming together, I'd say.
0: Um, Gabriella, before the process even begins, like do you have any uh, sort of like a process in your mind you know just calming yourself down, bringing everything up together? How does that work for you?
2: Yes. And like Amalia said, we kind of start with an idea and we come up with that before the session. We go into the session with some sort of coordinating idea. And so we all get mentally prepared to write a song. You know, it's a few hours sitting down, just thinking, trying to brainstorm. So you kind of got to get mentally prepared, like, okay, I'm going to get a sip of water. I got to eat before doing this, you know, <laughs> go through a little ritual. Um, and yeah, it's really fun.
3: And then get your creative juices flowing. Yes. Yeah.
2: It's an important part. Yeah.
0: <laughs> the, your music videos are, they're packed with a lot of creative energy and, and visually they are really like uh, charming in a way. So how is that process from transitioning your music into the visual aspect of it? Uh, would you able to go first?
3: Yeah, that's, it's pretty natural for us actually, because when we're writing, we definitely think a lot of the visuals and like with the lyrics, a lot of it lends itself easily to something on screen. So yeah, it comes pretty naturally, but we always enjoy the creative process behind that. Mm-hmm. Cause we do edit and produce and direct and film all of our videos that we've done besides the first two, those are mm-hmm. in California and then, but the most recent ones we've done all ourselves. So we love being very involved in that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It definitely helps to have like a background in dance because that Mm -hmm. is very like visual obviously so when we're writing music we're thinking of the choreography we're thinking Mm -hmm. of basically everything that can possibly do with visuals the color palette everything like that the cover art what we want the video to look Mm -hmm. like just start to finish and usually what happens is we're pretty much on the same page by the end of the song we're all like "Mm, i think we know what we want to do with this so it works out pretty well that's cool uh but Gabriella tells me,
0: tell me if you guys have any conflict ever, how do you even, how do you sort that out? I'm pretty sure you guys might have a bit of, you know, different opinions about certain things. How do you figure out to come on the same page at the end?
2: Yeah, so communication is definitely key. And of course, sisters have their little bickers because sisters 24-7 all together, three girls in a room can get a little tense. But yeah, it's really easy to talk to these people, you know, people. they're the best. <laughs> Your sisters. Yes, yeah. sisters. And yes, I feel like we were, since we all grew up in the same household, it's all easy to we understand each, each other. other. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. We're all very honest yeah. with each other. And we just know it comes from a place of love. Okay. Yes, we're working also. towards the same goal. So it's
3: never hard when, no, yeah. when we have
1: like difference of opinion. Yeah, because we're all trying to create the best like end product possible so Mm -hmm. it always works
0: that's pretty cool uh but talking about thrive the music video of it uh it was shot in one single continuous sequence yeah that's pretty neat the way it was done but it can have a lot of difficulties too so how did you guys like enjoy it you know how did you guys feel doing that Uh, amelia would you go first
1: yeah so the process for filming thrive was so much fun we've always kind of wanted to do one of those one take music videos Mm -hmm. so it was, we shot it six times and it was the very final take that we got the one. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, as we said before, we do it kind of like it's a family production. So our dad is the one behind the camera. So it was just the four of us on that road and he was walking backwards, holding the camera the whole time. So yes. he, was, he was getting quite, him. quite the workout in <laughs> as we were doing this. But it was a lot of fun and we set up two pianos. So there's a piano in the beginning of the video and a piano at the end. So we took those cause that's a trail like in our, uh, in our city. And so we took a U-Haul and we brought those pianos and we wheeled them onto the trail ourselves. Yes. So I would say the setup for the video was a way bigger process than the actual video yeah. itself, but it was a lot of fun. Yeah. And it was and,
3: cool to also see, like, when people would pass by, they would acknowledge and yeah. they'd stop and play the pianos. So yeah. that was fun to see. Mm-hmm. But we did try to, like, wait for everybody to go so mm-hmm. that then we could get it all in one take. Because yeah. it's honestly kind of mind-blowing that we were able to do it. Because that was a busy spot. But we knew, yeah. like, the last one, it felt magical. We knew that was like line. We got
1: mm-hmm. it. That's a wrap. Let's <laughs> go
0: home. Um, Rena, you, you're talking about like, it was a busy place, right? So... Is there, is there any specific incident that still remains in your head like any funny incident that happened while shooting that video Ooh, that's, that's, a, that's a good,
3: good question. question i would say when what amali was touching on about like the u-haul and bringing mm-hmm. the pianos out there it was the funny process was taking it off because once we were there and we were able to load it onto the trail pretty easy but then we were trying to bring it back home that was very difficult it took like an hour an hour yeah, and a half yeah. and it was late at night too because yeah. <laughs> so we we left them in the car and then mm-hmm. or like attached to the car on the u-haul because we wanted to go eat so then by the time we were actually trying to load them unload them it was late and yeah. it took they kept a kept getting
1: stuck on the u-haul so we were there yeah. for like an hour trying to get them off we're like can't we just go inside <laughs> worry about yeah. this later but yeah that was funny yeah
0: um so the Song Thrive, uh, if you if think about it, the name, the naming of a song, that's a you know, big process, it's, it's itself. So how did you guys came up with, you know, deciding that, yeah, the name of the song is going to be Thrive? Um, Amelia, how did you guys do that?
1: Yeah, so that was actually something we figured out pretty early in the songwriting process. So before we went into the session, I had a few lyrics I had written, one of them being Baby We're Alive, which is the beginning of the hook of the song. And so we, we all really liked that line. So we were like, okay, let's work yeah. off of that for the chorus. And then we one of us said thrive. And we were like, because we we're trying to figure out words that rhyme, things to kind yeah. of talk about in that section. And so somebody threw out the word thrive and we were like, that's it. That's the word of the song. That's what we're basing this whole song around. Mm-hmm. So we kind of knew pretty quickly, actually, that we wanted it to be thrive.
0: Um, Gabriella, tell me, uh, is there any was there any specific uh, you know process, creative process during this making of the song that really stuck with you? You know that you really enjoyed it.
2: Yeah, I think the whole process of just creating a song is magical. It's like the best feeling ever. Just knowing oh, snap, this is going to make someone's day or, you know, inspire them to go out and do what they love. And so the whole thing is definitely the most magical part. But one thing in particular that I love doing is listening to the track and just feeling the song because that's the most important thing because you can feel, you can hear, you can see, you can do all this. But at the end of the day, it's what you're left with. That's like magical.
0: Oh, that's so sweet. Um, so in in the song, is there any specific uh, lyric that is your guy's favorite that in that entire song, that specific you know, lyric or lyrics is something that catches your attention? Rene, what would you say?
3: Ooh, that's a hard question. I'd say it's between the pre-chorus and the rap. Um, if I had to choose one it, maybe the pre-chorus, when the world keeps spinning and it's throwing you off course, your driving force. Basically, you know, everything can seem kind of out of control. And when it seems like things are maybe going awry, remember that you have the power. Yeah. So I, I like that line or lines. <laughs> oh, that's
0: pretty good. Uh, amalia what is
1: your favorite i would say my favorite line or lines is kind of two but um it's in the second verse and it's everything you wanted is on the tip of your tongue and i just felt like very good about that when i wrote it because it's like basically just kind of another way to describe that you're like on the brink of something exceptional so i yeah i just think that's a really fun line and
2: gabriella your favorite? Yeah, I would say that's a really hard question. I definitely would agree with right on that. Um, but find a little sunshine, step out of the dark. It's in my verse. And I think it's so explicitly and simply sl- said that it's just really easy to comprehend and, you know, pick up right away, mm-hmm. which is really nice. Oh,
0: that's cool. Um, so currently, Amalia, are there any uh, projects uh, that you guys are working on currently for which your fans would be excited of?
1: Yes. So we're working on new music. Always. We're very excited to be releasing a few songs this year. We can't wait for everyone to hear. We can't give too much away, yeah. but new music definitely. And we also are going to be doing a live pop-up show this year. We can't give out too much, but we're very excited to do that. That's going to be our first um, like live concert. we perform performed live a lot and that's our favorite thing to do. So we're very excited to be able to do it now for a crowd of people. <laughs> excited uh, that's cool uh run a
0: favorite part of your process you all of you said you love performing right so mm, what yes. is that about performing that you enjoy a lot is it connecting with the audience is it you know mm. just connecting with yourself what is that specific
3: hmm. I'd say yes, definitely connecting with the audience and like just the energy, you can feel it It's like you're giving them energy, but they're also returning it. It's like a give and take kind of thing. And it's just like, yeah, the energy is unmatched. And then also getting to like look over to your sisters and see them on stage with you just gives you that
0: extra boost. Yeah. So it's just yeah. it's super fun. Mm-hmm. And Gabriella, times when you guys get tired, I mean, it's this natural to get exhausted what is that one thing that keeps you going and just Mm. be like you know what I gotta continue doing this
2: yeah I would say it's definitely the fans and the followers that comment wow you inspire me or this made my day you put a smile on my face like all those people that you're just inspiring and connecting with and engaging with is like insane that we even have the platform to talk to or connect with or inspire, you know, so I would say that's what keeps me going whenever I get tired or anything. But when performing, practice, 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 practice makes it much easier to, at the end of the day, get on stage. Yes.
0: And uh, talk about Amalia, your, is there any, fit, any artists that you would actually love to collaborate with in the future and that you guys have been looking up to for a while now?
1: yeah there's so many amazing artists and we love to kind of take inspiration from everyone i think there's something that's like very important to be learned from each artist you know they're putting their heart and their soul into their music and their art so i think everyone is very inspiring but somebody that i've been really inspired by is megan trainer she is she started songwriting at a really young age and she's also a producer so i think it'd be so much fun to collaborate with her um
0: Renee, tell me, uh, if you, what is that process like when you guys are deciding who you, who you guys want to collaborate? It, it is just uh, your wish or there must be a creative process behind this. So talk about that.
3: Yeah, so we haven't actually done our first collab yet with another artist. So I look forward to that in the future. That'll be super fun. And as far as like the process of choosing, I think, yeah, just what feels right and... I mean, yeah, there's so many artists to learn from. Like, well, you couldn't just name one. I'm sure we would cl- like
1: to collab with many yeah. people. Yes. Um, but, yeah, just what feels right, I guess. Mm-hmm. And I think finding some people with, like, similar sound mm-hmm. and genres kind of something that you would base it off of. Yeah. But there's so many amazing artists it, yeah. out there.
0: Oh, that's cool. Um, uh, Gabriella, if you have to describe your music in, like, four words, what would that be?
2: Oh, four words. Okay. I would say fun, pop, danceable, and upbeat. Nice.
1: I like what that. Like that? Mm-hmm. Maya, what would you say? <laughs> oh, okay. I would say most of those were very accurate. I would probably said the same four. Okay. Let me think of four. Um, I would say uh, inspiring. Mm-hmm. Um. Energetic. Um, did you say upbeat? Yeah, uh, <laughs> positive. Yeah. And one last word. Hmm. Exciting.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That's, that's pretty good. Yeah,
3: pass on to Renee. Okay, <laughs> let's see. Uh, I got to think of, like the whole dictionary. Yeah, I think it's yeah. <laughs> the eight words. Like, yeah, we I'd so. say um, colorful, like Ooh, even with I the like sound, that. it's colorful. Um, I'd say
2: maybe playful.
3: Yeah, playful, That's sure. I one. get some help from the crowd. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I'd say like Harmony harmonized. Mm-hmm. Some something along the lines of like the harmony. three of us. Because yes. there is like some texture, maybe textured, because we yes. each have like different voices. Yeah. Um oh, that's a good one. <laughs> one more, one okay, more. One more. <laughs> Almost there. Let's see. Hopeful, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Music's hopeful.
0: Pretty good. I like it. That's that's pretty interesting because each one of you have different words, but when you guys put it all together, it is triple charm, isn't it? Yeah, exactly.
1: that's a great way to put it. Yeah.
0: So um, talk about one of your projects that you guys are really like proud of. You know, Amalia, you can go
1: first. Yeah, um, I would say the most recent project, Thrive, was a very fun process. And I think just like the whole thing from the visual elements to writing the song was very I guess just inspired in a way we wrote that song initially as like a letter to our younger selves, what we wanted to hear, what we would have wanted to hear when we first started triple charm full time. So for us, it meant a lot and seeing that like reaction from the audience and how much it's impacting them means so much. So I would say that has definitely been a really fun process and seeing the result is always the best.
0: (laughs) Talking about your younger self, um, Rene, if you have to give any message to your younger self right now, you know mm-hmm. what would that be? With all Ooh. the knowledge you have right now. Well,
3: that's <laughs> yes. a good one. Um, I'd probably say something along the lines of just to keep going. Yeah. Um, you know, like, don't back out. Go and like go full send it 100% yeah. Yeah. all the way in because you know what you want. You know what your heart desires. So you're here this, to thrive. Yeah, basically, yeah. you're here Listen to thrive.
2: thrive so
0: go chase it um since you guys have begun your career you know talk about this one incident or one lesson that has stuck with you even till now and uh, that'll probably be with you for the rest of your life gabriella we can start oh
2: that's a good question one that reina i don't know if she came up with it or just had it on her mood board or something before it was called don't call it a dream call, call it a plan And that I think sticks, it's going to stick with all of us for a very long time because we don't think of going after our passions as a dream. It's more of a plan. We're going to do it and we're meant to do that. And yeah.
1: (laughs) Something we live by for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say (laughs) um,
3: another thing that I learned pretty early on that I definitely want to carry with me is just to speak up and use my voice. Because in the beginning, as an artist, when you're newer, it can be easy to feel timid and, you know, not want to step on anyone's toes or just, you know, not feel super secure yet. So just to like gain that confidence and really own your voice is something that I think is important. And now I know.
1: Yeah, that's that's a great great one. That's a good one. And Amalia, you would like to end this? <laughs> I would say something that I think we've learned, especially now in like the digital age, is the impact that social media can have on you as an artist. I think that's something that I will never take for granted. It's been so amazing to be able to have that. And so I think just kind of remembering how much that's been able to help us out and like kind of keeping that in mind as an artist and how much it can be helpful to get your music out there so that's for anyone and something that i like to keep with me yeah just the power of social media
0: bouncing off from the last point power of social media uh how do you keep up with the ongoing trends and the ever-changing dynamic of social media because as you said it plays an important role in especially in everybody's life right artist's life Mm so amalia how do you make sure that you know you you and your group keep up with the with the ever-changing dynamic of it
1: Yeah, that's a great question. I think something that's super cool about social media is how much things are changing constantly and also at the same time, how people are able to find their like pocket and stick in it and stick with it. So for us, what we like to do on social media is kind of consider it our own little variety show. So we like to do dance, singing, acting, like comedy, sketches, things like that. And so that's something that we found that we really enjoy to do and our audience also likes seeing. So even like with the trends, like dance trends will hop on those, singing trends will hop on those. But at the same time, we still have like the kind of idea of what we want our content to be about. That's kind of how we ride the waves of trends.
0: Hmm, pretty interesting. But, um, you know, with the support that you guys get, unfortunately, because of social media, there is, uh, you know, trolling, there is hate out there. So, you yeah. know, as, as a group, as a musical artist, how do you deal with that situation and not let it affect you, you know? Uh, Renee, mm. how do you deal with it?
3: Yeah, I would say just remembering um, that, I mean, it's another person and it's not really about you a lot of the times. It's more about them. Mm -hmm. So I just try to feel empathetic more than anything because clearly they're having a bad day and maybe they're just taking it out on you, but Mm -hmm. I know my hair really doesn't look bad or whatever it is. (laughs) Just try to brush it off and not let it affect me.
1: I think we've been pretty lucky in that aspect Mm to where for us, we knew that that was kind of part of the course. And so we've known that going into it. So social media and the comments and the hate, we don't really get much hate actually, which is yes. been nice. Yes. But At least we don't pay attention. Yeah, we yeah. yeah. Be, but we don't really we kinda of brush it. it off yeah. very easily. So that's something that comes naturally to us. So that's been I guess helpful when that trolling <laughs> and hate does come. We're just kinda eh, it's okay. We'll keep doing our thing. Um Gabriella, yeah,
0: what kind of message would you like to give out to those who are actually getting a lot of hate indeed and, you know, those who are facing a lot of issues, yeah. especially with the social media? How do you? Yeah. What kind of message would you like to give them?
2: Yeah, I would say focus on your mental state and try and really align yourself to the point where that doesn't affect you and you don't care what other people think. Because I think that's something important that we had going into social media and everything, we already had our wall up of, yeah, that's, we're not going to let that get to us. But like some people that just blew up on social media, just accidentally maybe even getting so much hate and they're not ready for it. Just prepare yourself and
1: mm-hmm. get ready. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. I would say focus definitely on your mental health first. Yeah, And yeah, just remember your own worth and... Focus on being confident in yourself, because at the end of the day, it really matters what you think of yourself and what other people yeah. say is, it's okay. They come and go, but yeah. you're with yourself at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And so it's important to love yourself and feel confident in yourself.
0: Um, Brennan, what would
1: you like to say? Yeah. Okay. Just
3: to add to that, I would say one point is to try and look for the positive because I feel like it's easy to... You know, the, there could be a hundred positive comments and one negative one, and then that's what sticks with you. But mm-hmm. pay attention to those positive comments because they mean just as much, if not way more, actually. Yes. So yeah, mm-hmm. just look for the positive if you can.
0: And okay, that's pretty pretty good messaging out there. And I'm <laughs> sure a lot of people would actually relate to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when we are talking about uh, social media, did you guys expect uh, that it would actually help you? Guys? Was, was there a fear that, you know, will will social media actually help us out or it it won't give us that that platform that we think that it would amalia what did you have did you guys have that fear
1: yeah i think when we first started social media we started in 2020 so it was right when everyone kind of was quarantined you know we had a lot of time on our hands so for us it was more of um something just as a way to reach a new audience and something that's exciting and different and we were like Honestly, if we can reach 10 people, that would be amazing. So for it to have like grown to what it has, it's just been incredible. And I think when we went into it initially, it was more just for the fun of it and not necessarily any fear behind like what would happen. And we just kind of went into it and yeah, couldn't be more excited about the outcome. It was definitely unexpected, but yeah, we're very excited.
0: Oh, that's pretty cool. Uh, Gabriella, would you you like to add on to anything?
2: Yeah, I would say I think Amalia hit it all. She hit the target there. But um, yeah, yeah, I don't think I have anything to add, actually.
0: (laughs) Okay, so uh, with the quarantine and post-quarantine, was What's the difference between the you know creative process of your guys? You know, was there any extra thing that you guys had to do especially during quarantine? How did you guys manage to you know do it in both ways? Um, Amalia, would you like to start off?
1: Yeah, so for us, the kind of quarantine and then flowing back out of it was pretty in line. We started well; the girls started doing online school. I've graduated now, but so that was something we had already been into, and then basically just creating content almost full time and writing music at the same time. So we've been doing that since 2020 haven't really stopped since. So it's just kind of been like snowballing even more. And now Mm -hmm. we're able to do it every day, which has been such a blessing. So yeah, Yeah, quarantine turned out to work out pretty well for us. And yeah, now it's just kind of basically just. Same thing. We're doing the same thing, just now mm-hmm. more. We're working with new writers. We're getting to do have more opportunities. So it's just what was happening in twenty twenty, just times ten, which is so much fun. That's pretty cool, uh, Brennan, How do
0: you see your your group in say the next five years? Like, how do you? What do you expect to achieve more, or you know, to get it out there more? what, what, what is that expectation that you have?
3: Yeah, that's a good question. We have a lot of goals. We're very like goal oriented and big on setting goals, but definitely um, see ourselves growing on YouTube and you know becoming one of the biggest YouTubers. Yeah. Um, but then also going on a world tour and yes. performing our music for hundreds of millions of people mm-hmm. so yeah and then also maybe entering some like mainstream media mm-hmm. um maybe like a tv show or something so definitely many many things yes
0: uh, t- you mentioned tv shows uh gabriela what is that tv show you guys are talking about Is there any specific topics or any, any specific <laughs> topics that you guys, guys want to act on
2: nothing planned yet but yeah we would love to get into mainstream media and traditional media that is definitely one of our goals
3: Say, like a sitcom
2: yeah like a sitcom of, kind of style more like we are triple charm in the show not like a character necessarily mm-hmm. but not fully reality would be yeah really something fun. in between yeah something in between
0: that's pretty interesting uh you guys had any favorite shows that you guys watch like growing up even now that has that might actually you guys want to be a part of it in the future maybe Amalia?
1: Yeah, I would say something that kind of has the same sort of vibe of what we would want our TV show to one day be like. is like Hannah Montana. I lived (laughs) off of that show. That show was my life. I loved it. Um, So Hannah Montana, we also like Full House. That was such a fun show. Just like the 90s sitcom, all about family, just really fun and positive. That's something we want to do that's
0: pretty cool. And Hannah said, Oh God, I, I grew up watching that show. Like, great yeah. choice, guys. <laughs> so, uh, let's, uh, uh, you know, talk about a certain other issues as well. Um, today's in today's time, the lot, I and mean, you guys are young and you guys have a lot of influence out there. So what kind of, uh, you know, human rights moments you, you guys would like to be a part of or are already a part of, you know, would you guys like to talk about it? Uh, Renée?
3: yeah so there's many things that we're each passionate about individually as well i think collectively like when we started the group we were all about you know positive positivity and spreading a positive message Mm -hmm. and especially female empowerment is something that's important to us Mm -hmm. so yeah definitely that and then also i guess just like world hunger is a big like topic and yeah. it's a beast to tackle. So I think like working towards ending that, I mean, there's so many, there's so, so many, many things so many to passions. do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just, we want to help in any way we can. So mm-hmm. as our platform grows, we definitely look for opportunities to use it in those mm-hmm. kinds of ways.
0: Yeah. In terms of uh, personal passions that you just mentioned, Amalia, what is that, uh, you know, if you have to choose one, uh, personally, what is that passion of yours?
1: For me, something that I've been really passionate about is clean drinking water. Um, I read a book. This is this is when it really first kind of hit me. I read a book called A Long Walk to Water, which has now been become my favorite book. But it's about um, a guy in Sudan who was a refugee, and then he came back to his country and helped build wells to um, provide clean drinking water. And ever since I read that book, I was just completely inspired. And so that's something that I'm pretty passionate about.
0: Oh, that's pretty interesting. And Gabriella, same question. Back to you.
2: <laughs> yes, that's a hard one. Cause like Brenna said, there's so many things to tackle and everything. But yeah, I feel I was literally Amo, I took the words out of my mouth. I actually read the same book. I gave it to her. <laughs> yeah. Um but yeah I'm a big I like am obsessed with like trying to conserve water and mm-hmm. try not to, you know, overuse it because mm-hmm. We're very blessed to have clean water. And so I think that's a really big one. World yeah, hunger, a lot of things.
1: Gabby's a surfer, so yeah. clean
2: oceans. I know yes. you're really big about that. Yeah. I'm not, I haven't stood up on the board yet, but I call she myself the a beach. surfer. She, I like the beach. Got, she's got a surfboard in yes. her
1: room. She she gives the surfer aesthetic. She's just kind of working on the actual surfing yeah. part. <laughs>
0: well, whatever, whatever floats the boat, right? Yes. There you go. So, uh, actually one topic you guys have just mentioned right now, women empowerment, right? Mm-hmm. And considering three of you are you know, young women in this industry, young girls in this industry working mm-hmm. hard and talk about how is it different from say, if you guys see another male counterpart, is it difficult? More difficult? Do you guys have to deal with more issues like Amalia? How, how does that affect and what's that uh, process like?
1: Yeah. So for us, we've been blessed to grow up around so many hardworking women that have inspired us so much and, you know, like push past the boundaries that they have had to go through in the corporate world or whatever that may be. So we've just grown up around that. And so for us, it's been something that we've felt really strongly about. And We've had a great support system supporting us in that way. So we just hope with our platform that we're able to provide that same support to other women, um, Mm -hmm. because we're lucky enough to be able to follow and go after our dreams. And so we hope that we can inspire any other young woman and just anybody really to go after that too. And just have go like, don't quit because we've been lucky enough to just keep going after it. And so if I can inspire anyone to do the same, that's then I'm happy Then I've Mm -hmm. done my part. That's,
0: that's beautiful thoughts and it, it has, you know, you guys with the influence that you guys have, it's natural to have that sense of responsibility. It comes out automatically, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so, uh, Rena, tell me when you guys have that sense of responsibility, does it ever get overwhelming in your, in your career or in your life? Hmm. I've never felt
3: or thought about it that way. Um, yeah, I just see it as like a blessing and a gift to be able to reach so many people and, you know, have a positive impact. Cause I also think like it's fulfilling, not only like helping someone, it helps them, but also like it fills your cup too. Cause I yeah. feel like, like giving a gift is better than receiving it almost mm-hmm. along that sentiment. So yeah, I just really enjoy it.
0: Perfect. Um, Gabriella, if there is this one trend or movement that you could, know start to
2: help people uh what would that be yeah well mr beast i don't know if you saw him he did a video um helping a hundred thousand a thousand a thousand a thousand people see and basically he just paid for this surgery to be done where all around the world he went all around the world and paid for this surgery to help people see be done and it was like very inspiring and i think that could be an amazing trend if we could start that or just like, yeah, helping people that don't have the resources to do that. I would say that's would be an awesome trend.
0: That's beautiful. And yeah, I mean, that video actually did went viral. Like that news was Mm -hmm. everywhere. I even read up about it. Um, same question uh, to you was, is what any specific trend or movement that you would like to start should help people?
1: Oh, um, I think that was a great one, Gabby. I think just finding any way that you can be kind to other people. Mm -hmm. So like an ideal trend would be like going and doing random acts of kindness, just like getting that to become the biggest trend in the world. Mm -hmm. I mean, if one person did a random act of kindness for somebody around the world, it would make such a huge impact. So I think just a trend where people are just kind and giving to other people Mm -hmm. would just be. A great trend, honestly. Yeah. yeah, and to add to that, I would say it doesn't even have to be super expensive—thousands
3: oh, of dollars yeah. worth of surgery. It could just be a compliment. Mm-hmm. Give exactly. give someone a compliment each day because that could make a difference too. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. That's that's a really important part, I think, and our listeners would absolutely agree with it. Mm-hmm. Um, so when we're talking about you know all of these, an important aspect of all of our lives is mental health, and uh, so you know you guys have under a lot of pressure, and you guys have. A lot of hard work to do so how do you you know make sure that your mental health remains unaffected and remains on par with your physical health because it is as important you know as yes, any other absolutely. health part of ours so amalia how, how do you do that
1: yeah that's a great question so i think something that's really important for us is just, uh, communicating with each other. So when we're going through something, something that's amazing about working with your sisters is that when you're going through something, the other person is able there to help and bring you yeah. back up and help you kind of push through and, and is going through the same thing. basically. Yeah. So I think just being able to have people around you that are super supportive and you're able to kind of fall back on at certain times when you need it most, I think that's what's really helped me. Yeah.
2: And something I do to keep my mental health in check is like, Write what I'm grateful for or just journal about my day or just... Yeah, I love journaling. Yeah, yeah, just write down my feelings and my emotions because, yeah, I think that's very important and very powerful.
3: And
0: Renee,
3: what do you do? Yeah, um, I'd say finding time for yourself is very important. For me, I really am into fitness, and that's why I love working out or going for a run. I also like cooking. So just dedicating time to yourself um, sure. and just self-care.
0: That's pretty... And also when we talk about mental health, there's always this one person that we know who we can always rely on, you know, no matter whatever we are going through, you mm-hmm. know. So who is that one person that you guys rely on in your journey, now, even together as a group? Is there any individual person you guys like rely on for yourself? Uh, Amalia?
1: I would say for us, our biggest support has been our parents. So our mom and our dad are are. Biggest fans, yeah. and they are biggest support. So, I think we would not be able us, to do this without them. Oh, absolutely like, not. No yeah, way. they've been here obviously every step of the way. Yeah. Uh, so they are definitely people that we fall back on. And anytime we need guidance or just support in general, all three of us really just go back to them for sure. That's that's beautiful.
0: Yeah, parent support is really necessary, you know, mm-hmm. for any, any child. Mm-hmm. So it's awesome. a really great message you guys are giving out there.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, talk about you know when you guys are making music and you're putting out there and looking at those people reactions and stuff. So what is that mo- you no know, most rewarding part of that of that journey total? Like is how when you look out there, what is that that one thing that makes me feel like yeah I need to keep on going no matter what? Um, Gabriella, what is that one thing? For you? Yeah,
2: I think um, I actually touched on this in a different question, but the way the people receive it, of course, the reactions is insane and beautiful. Mm-hmm. And the facts that you inspire people and are making someone's day, even like that one person that you're just making laugh mm-hmm. is just so rewarding. And I mm-hmm. think that's, yeah, the most rewarding part of what we do
1: yeah.
2: and the people.
1: Yeah, sure. our goal since day one has always been to spread positivity mm-hmm. so if we're able to do that in any way whether that's cracking a funny joke and making them laugh or making them smile when they watch a dance video just any in any way shape or form if we're able to do that then we feel like we've done our part
0: yeah that's, that's pretty cool um if you with all the knowledge that you guys have right now uh if you would change something in your past or if you would go back to your past and to change something so would you guys do something like that do you guys have any any plan about that um uh, Renee
3: yeah that's a good question and I would say I probably wouldn't change anything just Mm -hmm. because I'm a strong believer that you know everything happens for a reason and I wouldn't be here today without my whole journey Mm -hmm. um and so yeah I wouldn't change anything because we've learned and we've grown from any challenge along the way so Yeah.
1: yeah and Amalia I agree with right now hundred percent. Yeah. I think everything happens for a reason and I like to go into things with no regrets. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'm very happy with where we've gotten to today and wouldn't change things.
0: Well, that's, that's, that's an amazing answer. It's pretty cool. Um, there are a lot of young artists coming up in this industry these days, right? Or be it social, be it with the power of social media or other projects. So you guys have had a taste of you know what it is like being a being young artist in this industry. So what kind of message you know would you, would you guys like to give to those young artists who are starting off, who want to make a big name of themselves? Um, Gabriella, you can start.
2: Yeah, I would say keep going, go after it. Um, yeah, keep going. Don't give up. You've got this. Basically, like yeah. no matter what anyone says, you're not y- too young to do it you're just as smart as any other person, you know, you have the power, you can do it basically is mm-hmm. what I would say. Anyone
1: yeah, I back? would say I agree with that fully. And also like the power of social media, again, just yeah. use that to your advantage. So many artists are able to grow now because of social media. So if you're starting out, just start posting, start going after it on social media, because that, Will make a huge difference especially because we're we're independent artists and that's helped us in ways that wouldn't have been possible without the use of social media mm-hmm. so i would say any artist starting out social media yeah. is your best friend 100 mm-hmm. percent, i agree um
0: uh, uh, like yeah
3: i would say maybe to you know as you're growing and as you're coming up as an artist it's important to stay true to yourself Mm -hmm. and to stay in touch with yourself because a lot can be happening very fast it can be a whirlwind so just to also like have moments for yourself and to also remember your why you know Mm -hmm. why you started when things get hard
0: why did you start Mm -hmm. that's that's a wonderful message and finally um In today's time, though, K-pop is something which is coming up a lot, like everybody's talking about it. So has K-pop influenced your music or your style or your writing in any way, Amalia?
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah, we love K-pop. I think that's something that hasn't been around since the 90s, which is this dance factor combined with the singing, which is something that we've always wanted to do because dance is our background. So it's very exciting to see that happening in K-pop and something that we've always wanted and envisioned in our performances is like the dance factor is huge for us. So, yeah, I think that's something great about K-pop and something we're definitely inspired by.
3: For sure. And
1: and Renee, is there any favorite K-pop artists
0: that you guys really love, like bands maybe?
3: <laughs> we do love BTS, yep. yes, and Blackpink. Pink. And Blackpink, Blackpink is just, amazing. We yeah. love their positive messages mm-hmm. and just the fierceness, like yes. Blackpink. Mm-hmm. They're fierce, and yeah. BTS. They also have such great messages yeah. behind their music. So, and yeah. their their live performances,
1: fire! Incredible. Yes, yeah. I just I could watch them perform all day long. So yeah, definitely K-pop groups are. Mm-hmm. We take a lot of inspiration. Oh, yeah,
0: that's that's correct. I would agree on that. Yeah. (laughs) Um, uh, On top of your head, uh, you can go from, you know, Gabriella, then Amalia and then on top of your head, this one person in this entire planet right now who you can have a conversation with about just anything or who would Mm. that be?
2: Gabriella. Mm. That's a really good question. I would say I don't know if this counts because he's not alive, but Michael Jackson, I would want to know. I would be really curious, like. His journey, like what he's went through, and like just his journey. I feel like, yeah,
3: right? I was literally <laughs> thinking that in my head. I was gonna <laughs> turn telepathy. She stole it.
1: <laughs> For me, I would say if I could have a conversation with anyone, it would be. Hmm. Maybe. I I right now I would want to talk to Lady Gaga i am so inspired by that her. was my next one. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yeah, that's something that yes. does happen to us we yeah. tend to have telepathy or in pretty weird pretty even Very though similar. we're not actually triplets which we do get comments about a lot yeah. we're just sisters but we do have telepathy at moments but yes lady gaga um i'm so inspired by her all of her music is incredible and just like from the fashion to each like era of her music and then when she went into acting just everything i would just love to sit and hear her story start to finish i love that two of your choices are gone so what's the third
0: choice (laughs) look
3: at that well then i i mean i gotta say queen b beyonce oh yeah Yeah. that would just be
0: awesome so maybe a
3: combo with her Mm -hmm.
0: that's amazing okay great choices guys and (laughs) i hope you guys were able to you know fulfill all of your wishes and all of your achievements i thank hope you. you guys get that and uh, thank you so much for you know having this conversation making out your time i know you guys are a lot busy with all of your work but it was great having this conversation knowing a lot more about you guys and i'm yeah. pretty sure your fans and all of our listeners would you know love it so thank you so much for listening yes. to our conversation. thank you for having us
1: thank you We had a great time